Network. Okay. Now we're going to start the show in three. Two, <coughs> okay. Three, two, one. All right, folks. Welcome back to another episode of VT Network. With me, as always, is back from uh, clapping furry cheeks. That's uh, Mr. DJ over here. That is right. Your neighbor has returned. Uh, <laughs> my dearest neighbor. Uh, and my other little brother, Mr. Mustard. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Now, usually, we'll start off the show with either Mustard telling a weird band story or us going into something else. But no, no, no. No, no, no. This week, DJ has brought us tales from the furry side. <laughs> furry? <laughs> Was it uh, whatever, bro? Where are you getting the furry thing from? I know, right? That's what I'm wondering. What the heck, dude? <laughs> I know you're obsessed oh, with oh, furry. Hold on, here we go. Here, here hey. I'll, I'll do this real quick. Tales from the furry side. Didn't make it any better. No, no, no I didn't. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, he's going to talk about some good, some bad, and the. The two sets of furry cheeks that he clapped right before the con even began. Brother, that you said it. I told you. I no, told I, you. no, you made that proclaim. I just showed you pictures. Anyway. That, so that, anyway, that did not sound good Let in your defense. Suck. I'm excited no, to hear it. Go ahead. Shut go up. ahead. Anyway, so sorry, folks. I seem a bit weird. I'm getting over that stupid uh, that con flu that usually goes around. I did bring sanitizer and you know that crap, but holy crap! Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna split this these stories into, into the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, which one do you two want to know? Sections first. No, Maybe we gotta good. start with the ugly. Oh, the ugly. Oh man. The good, the bad, okay. and the brony. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay, so let's dead man's ugly. ugly. What about you, uh, mustard? I'll say with ugly. Let's do it. Let's just let's just get it over with. Okay, the ugly. It's called fucking soap, people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> My God. It well, jeez. I mean, I'm not even joking. You know, you know, you, you hear the word stank. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, dude. But I swear, you you don't know the word until you've been to a like one of these conventions or groups that people. Where about uh, no no every no, I'm not saying everyone was was bad because a lot of it was pretty good but there was a good chunk of people that just did not know the meaning of soap freaking brush your teeth like cologne something something like just dive into the freaking lake that's like right next to the convention center I don't care like do something. Okay, keep going. Like, holy crap, dude. I mean, I, I, I didn't even eat lunch for like three, uh, uh, no, two out of the four, uh, out of the four days because, you know, I get hungry, I get hungry. They're like, someone just like walk on by who, who has discovered the powerful, uh, the, the powerful of, uh, of suds. And I was like, nope. Uh, just lost your appetite completely. completely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, uh, shit. Yeah. And, uh, what, what else was there? Come on. There was, uh, you know, chili dog should be banned for lunch. 
I thought he was joking. Like, no, no, one thing that, uh, no, yeah, wait, wait, no, wait. No, screw that. Like, they, no, they no. Serve, chili dogs should be banned. They served chili dogs at a convention where people are walking around in giant sweaty fur suits. Dude, again. Yes. Dude, you don't it, understand. It, you didn't see it, the pictures. There's a lot of them. Oh, God. Yeah, there's quite a few. I th- I, shoot, I didn't even get a fourth of them. But, just uh, around fucking eating fucking sticks of deodorant in people's faces. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? Yeah. 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 I tell you, people <laughs> assault them with deodorant or something. Like cereal, a- <laughs> cereal deodoranter. My God, wasn't there wasn't there that that one guy who did walk around with a box of deodorant and shit at one of the cons, and they kind of kicked him out for being like too insulting? <laughs> but I mean, uh, here we are. Uh, first example, we do. We, yeah, it is I, I wouldn't know about that, but I'm sorry if uh, if you find that is insulting, then there's something wrong with you. So chili yeah, dogs, they 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 served they yeah. served chili dogs. All right, continue. Go on. Yeah, like, like yeah, like see, this section goes goes along with one of the bad. But I could I could do it in the ugly as well. But because the thing is, like uh, I was in the uh, I was in six hours in line for an autograph. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, but like I said, you know, but that correlates with the bad. But I'll get to that bad section in a bit. But basically, <laughs> during this, these six hours, so you can imagine, there was like two people who I know didn't bay because holy crap. But after a while, you get used to it. You know, it's like one of those oh. you know, you're running long enough. You just whatever. But uh. What some of these people would do is like, oh, hey, you know, hold my spot. I'm going to get some lunch. Now, what we have here, uh, yeah, there's some like lunch, uh, you know, lunch sections there. Like there's, you know, sandwich shop. There's pizza. There's, uh, uh, I think there's a Subway little uh, cart there as well. You know, just, just whatever. But uh, there was also a <laughs> a chili dog, particularly dogs, but chili dog was most popular. Go freaking figure. Oh, so yeah, so people will go off to get lunch, and lo and behold, like a good section of the whole line decided to get chili dogs. Oh, and I had those chili dogs like another day, and it's not like the good chili; it's that it's that cheap chili, you know, ones that's guaranteed to uh, yeah, to start trouble. Chili, chili in a can. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, I love chili in a can. <laughs> so having that. So like you'll see these people having that, and keep in mind we're I'm already like we're already like an hour three of the line. So people are, are eating uh, these chili dogs, and lo and behold, about a good twenty minutes later, so in a six-hour packed line, and, and keep in mind this isn't like a straight line. They they, they kind of like having a zigzag, you know, <clears throat> kind of go kind of going from like left to right. So everyone's like pretty much enclosed like one big huge rectangle. And I was like somewhere in the middle, right? So it's like a line so, at a bank, right? So is that what, was that line for the chili dogs? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. That was for the autographs. But people oh. would actually say like, "Hey, save my spot. I'll get some lunch." And it's like you get them lunch too. They'll save your spot and all that crap. So they probably get like four or five chili dogs at a time. Like several people did this throughout, nice. throughout the whole yeah throughout the whole rectangle line. And right. let me tell you, <laughs> body oh. odor. Combined, combined with chili dogs, no, was is one of the worst combinations imaginable. Oh. My God, you have not experienced life until you until you had literally 
dozens of people just crop dusting all over your damn legs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Who the fuck was in charge, dude? Yeah, well, I was just that, getting chili dogs. <laughs> yeah, that goes along with the bad section. Right now we're talking oh. the ugly and holy crap. And it doesn't help that you're so tall. Like like uh like yeah. DJ yes. is six foot three, six foot four. I'm six foot two. <laughs> Mustard is uh five nine. Five foot nine. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not five nine, I'm six foot one. Yes. And as everyone knows, smells, if they're strong enough, go oh, up. Right up. Yeah. Oh god. Oh no. Alright, so that's that's the ugly. I take it, or is there more ugly? Five nine, you asshole. <laughs> sure, you know we'll give you something extra inch out of pity. Anyway, oh, I want to hear about the good. Oh, hold good. on. <laughs> Ow. Anyways, so, sorry. Mother. Okay, okay, yeah. You know what? Let's let's, let's go to let's. <laughs> yeah, I, I deserve that. I deserve that. I'm sorry. Like, when I think oh, when I think of that section, dude, it was bad. Like, oh, uh, what about the good? What about the good? Get let's the go good. with let's go with oh, the good. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, the good, the atmosphere, the atmosphere, the energy, the people was great. I mean, it was literally one of those things where you can literally talk to go up and talk to anybody, and you get cheerful, great, awesome people. It's like you know, you honestly don't see that nowadays as often, and. It, it, it was wonderful. It, I mean, it, it was so easy to get into things. You know, it's like you know, it's like hey, you know, this pony's doing this. Like everyone's cheering. You just can't help be part of it. It's like you know what? You don't care. It's like you know, the atmosphere was phenomenal. It it uh, it honestly made like everything. Well, Almost sections of everything. the ugly, uh, yeah, sections of the ugly worth it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, great people, uh, you know, awesome, awesome experiences. It's you know, it, it was incredible. I, I really did enjoy myself there. Okay, I mean, uh, I just wish people showered a little more often. Oh, dude, yeah, seriously. Oh, you know what? We're gonna yeah, make, those we're gonna make bank. You know, you know what? Yeah, honestly, yeah. Now I think about the oh, yeah. Thank you. On the ugly side, there was a guy, even before I got to the convention, like on the freaking air, uh, plane there, there was this guy, big black guy, who sat next to me on the airplane. Cool guy. He was also going to the uh, uh, Brody Con. Cool guy, you know, uh, awesome dude. But by God, he, uh, I was like, dude, like, you know, did you bathe or something like that? It's like, you know, we're in a confined space, like, you know, some thousand miles in the air. <laughs> And you know, it's like this guy. <laughs> you know, this guy was rank. It ain't like the, it ain't the dry rank. We're talking the wet rank. Oh, shit! So, the, I mean, one, the one where you, the one where if you breathe in too deep, you can taste it in the back of your throat. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. So imagine being co- uh, cramped with that, and uh, and he was right next to me. You know, go freaking figure. I'm telling you, dude, the, the air couldn't turn on fast enough. What a dirty neighbor! What a fucking gamer! <laughs> you know, and that was just before, but honestly, I think that was just a warning. I think that was fate giving me a warning about yeah, all this. Yeah. Like, get ready. That was a that was a that was a, a shot across the bow. You know what I mean, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it, it was literally one of those. Like I said, I mean, like most people were clean and you know and all right, but the ones that were bad, like when it was good, it was good. But when, but when you but you knew people who didn't bathe because when it was bad, it was horrible. Oh. 
All right. So what's the so, what's the bad section then? Let's let's the, finish it off and let's let's get a couple more stories because there is one story I do want to get to. We'll get to that. But what's what's what what finish uh, off the bad? Lack of uh, it was disorganized. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Uh, see, yeah. See, this goes to sections like you know when Mustard mentions like you know where like what were they doing to people like you know going around. The thing is, is that and there I don't know if you want to call it hubris or arrogance, but the thing is, is that. When Bernie Khan announced that this is going to be the last one, they uh, they because they usually have like a huge section of the sitter reserved, but they cut it in half for this year. It's like, oh, it, it's going to be all right. It, it, it's going to be cool. <clears throat> last year was like over five thousand, but it, so five thousand for a huge section. Right. Now keep in mind. For this year, because this will be the last one or whatever, they, they cut it in half. They cut off the space. They cut the space in half. This year was over ten thousand people. Oh. And for the longest time, there was like so like people saying like you know since there's gonna be like a lot of people here, she have like a pre-registration day, you know, so we don't have to be in lines when the actual event starts. And if, if like for for the better part of a year, oh yeah, no, no problem, you know, like you know our staff is so like so efficient on getting badges out, it's it, it's literally no problem at all. <clears throat> and then and they they, they insist for this uh, throughout the year, and then one week before before go time, oh you know what. We're gonna have to do pre-registration day after all. Oh, it's like no think? shit, yeah, like no kitty. So pre-registration day happens. It got it got so bad, and the lines were so long that they actually had to cut off that day to do regular registration the next day. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I mean, luckily I got there early, so I got my pre-registration day. But like, it took about a good. Three three more hours while the event was already in motion to get everyone else's badge who already pre-ordered their badges already in, and it, you know it was just down here from there. Like you know the security was uh, was lackluster, uh, lines for autographs was like ridiculous, <clears throat> like that six hour line I was telling you about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, the, uh, the 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 person the creator uh, the creator, uh, the thing is like they had her schedule for you know several events. It's like. Okay, she do this for in the morning. Eleven o'clock, she's gonna sign autographs, and she'll do that for about a good hour. I was in for I was in for the eleven o'clock line, and already it was a pretty full line. So basically, she couldn't get she couldn't get to the eleven o'clock line because there's just so many, and people, not including disabled people, you know, accessibility because you know they go in first because after all, and how they would handle it is that if you if you get a higher tier badge, you can actually skip the huge line. Right. So they would handle them first, and that line was that was a pretty fairly sized line. So pretty much like they that was pretty much the eleven thirty, you know, the higher tier badges. So they got their autographs while the rest of us was pretty much uh, like just just standing there. And it's like oh like you know so oh sorry you know so it's like it was like twelve like oh sorry uh uh the uh this person has to go to another event because she's scheduled for another event for two hours. And the thing is, like, so, like, you know, come back for later. And I look at this line. I'm like, hell no, I'm not going to come back later because I know it's going to get even longer for the 4 o'clock one. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, like, so, yeah, no one budged because we all knew. It's like, no, if we don't get it now, we're we're probably never going to get it today. So we we stayed for an extra two hours. Then she came back at 4, and finally, 
you know, we got all that, you know, all that handled. But what really got me is like, like, of course, my knees would really fucking hurt, dude. Yeah, right. But oh, I mean, dude. like, like this, this all sounds fucking terrible. But there's only there's one story, one story I want all our listeners to hear, and well, I think I, you know, which I, I think I you know what it the is. Bad first. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Jeez. Oh, I thought you. Were, I thought you were done with the line. Okay. <laughs> oh, dude, no, no. Like, dude, that was just a line. That was just a line. I mean, truth be told, it got to the point where we started uh, fainting. No, like honestly, I think I, I think I was getting dehydrated. Do my gag reflexes were going you off? Eat caramel spaghetti. Oh, probably. <clears throat> honestly, yeah, that was the day I actually slept for set, uh, for uh, twelve hours. Like just, <clears throat> after that line, I just went right to bed. I but doubt uh. It. Yeah, but people actually started nicknaming the uh, the event Line Con because it was disorganized. Uh, people actually came in late. Like events happened like late, like a good thirty minutes. Well, that's that's typical for a con. I mean, like we, I, I know, like uh, one time the Walking Dead panel didn't start for like two hours. Oh yeah, no, but that's the thing. Throughout the whole year, they pride themselves on their punctuality for the other years. How everything was just going to be super efficient. That was the thing. That was the they whole lied. thing about this time they around. I was like, yeah, they, uh, they, they come <laughs> they, 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 They'll say, oh, oh, this could be no problem at all. Oh, 30 minutes late. Oh, an hour late. Two hours late. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind because I get it. You know, a lot of people you have to organize. But after all, like a year, pretty much all that, it's like, look. You know, it's like if you're gonna be late, just just be flat out honest. You know, don't freaking uh, string us along like this. If there's problems, no, freaking you along. Yeah, like if there's problems, freaking admit there's problems, but don't bullshit us. Oh no, you, you see, and and what we kind what kind of makes this all hilarious is that they're never gonna be able to address this because this is literally the last the one. Last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's not much. like they're ever gonna be able to fix all this bullshit. Pretty much. Getting out of a fucking room after yelling and then tripping on your own like fucking shoelace or something. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like uh, this is like a horrible way to die, and your last word is like fucking you know lobster or something. You know what I mean? Like you thought you were gonna be. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That you're gonna be profound with your last words, and then it ends up being oh shit. And then yeah, you know what I mean. Like you've been an intelligent <laughs> person your whole life, you've been t- put together, and then all of a sudden one day you just trip down the stairs over the cat, and your last fucking words are, "Oh god, the laundry." <laughs> <laughs> and it's and, it's, and nobody and nobody can say different because it's caught on the in-home security cameras that you have. So that's that's you know. Socrates' last words, man. What were they, Mustard? I drank what? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of find it funny that, that they're going out, this this last hurrah is going out on such a terrible fucking note. You know, yeah. It, it, it is a <laughs> Control I, I yourself, got him. Mustard. I got Don't him. put ketchup on him. Yeah. I got him with the fucking <laughs> Yeah, you got him. You got him. <laughs> Give yourself a, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Give yourself a sound bite. <laughs> what, what, what should I give myself here? Let's see. Yeah, I got it. Yep. There you go. Power up, baby. Anyways, so. What that, the is, fucking laundry? <laughs> <laughs> give yourself uh, two. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, thinking, right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm thinking another one for that. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> From mushroom to fire flower. Uh, but uh, so let's let's. Well, I I gotta. The audience has to hear. 
the furry stripper. Oh yeah, oh, that was interesting. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me preface this, okay? Now, one of the biggest reasons I have such issues with uh, <laughs> with furries is because they refuse to admit that within their community, a lot of them. Okay, not a lot of them, but there is at least a number of them that is large that are just straight perverts. They're like, they, they, okay, not perverts, oh, yeah. but this is their sex, this is their kink, this is their, their sexual thing. Yeah, but, it's fetishized, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so a lot of these, a lot of these furries, but like the majority of the community will be like, no, no, this isn't sexual. This isn't a sexual thing. This isn't a kink. This isn't a fetish. But isn't that how it started, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even get it out. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I, isn't that how it started? Like, didn't a bunch of people just start taking acid and dressing up like animals and have sex in the forest? Yeah, like, think. Desert. That's literally how it happened. Yeah. That's how furries were created. Yeah. Yeah. So um, go ahead. I, I like. I just wanted to preface with that, and now we're going to hear. Tales from BronyCon, the furry stop stripper. It. Fucking stop it! No, stop it! Yeah. No, should be no. strippers. No. Fucking okay, go ahead, go ahead, DJ, please. Yeah. Anyway, there was a section of the convention that was for twenty-one, uh, twenty-one plus. Oh no, shit, that, dude! That what well, fucking sex shop there? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, there probably was. Hell, if I know. I mean, not in the actual center, but like in the uh, Hilton Hotel. Oh, nice. And then, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, they, they they actually had a strip show. A furry pony strip show, basically. That where the DJ wandered he, into innocently because he was looking for church. Yes. <laughs> I needed Jesus. And I, I needed Jesus, and I got fur boobs instead. Go figure. Um, was it was it like a night was it like a nightclub that served alcohol? Like it's just bottoms on or what? Like, uh, oh, there was alcohol there. So, man, no, it was not like a, like, like a nightclub, but I guess they tried to treat it like one, I guess. Uh, it was basically a room and all that stuff. So, go on. Anyway. You were looking for a church, and you wound up in the, the 21 plus section with furry boobs. Keep going. I'll tell you, I saw the furry devil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so basically, I mean, I was like, because, I mean, I needed a drink. Uh, particularly, it was Saturday, I believe it was, because... The long day, I was like, you know what? I need, I need to get drunk. So I went there, and then, nice. like, there was a section, and I saw, I was looking at the, at the scheduling. It was like, you know, a furry strip show, or furry strip show, whichever, strip show. I was like, what the hell? How the hell is that going to work? So I go in there, and by God, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. People <laughs> in fursuits, you know, with bra, panties, laundries, and all that, throwing a strip show. Take it off the laundry, but keeping the suits on. What? Doing every type, every type of pelvic thrust known to man. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like it's like oh my god, like you know, it's like oh my god, this can't be for real. Like maybe it's like like some kind of stupid play or something. But no, like people were they. There was literally ones in the bras and panties. People like throwing one, like rain, making it rain ones on, on these. It, it, it was like a strip show. Basically, it was like a strip show. And when it was in, they were still wearing the suits. It... <laughs> I tried to. I, I, I so tried to take pictures, and I, I want to video the show off dead man. But they were thorough. They made sure. Uh, uh-uh, your shit remains off. 
So that's weird. To, re- no, was- to reiterate the point, those people in fursuits, on top of the fursuits they were wearing, they had lingerie, bras, and so on, and so on, and so on. So- let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. There wasn't actually boobs. <laughs> well, there was furry boobs. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. All right. <laughs> so segway, segway this into the next fucking topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was an experience. I'm not gonna. I didn't even think that existed. I mean, we we all know about the whole furry and the dark side of furry fandom and all that stuff, but. I didn't think it would get that sh- it get that far. Like, I was just so stunned that I saw that. I mean, like, it's not even mortified. It's just one of those, I can't believe this even exists. Can't believe it's not but- butter. But <laughs> 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 sure enough, yeah. And people were like, you know, hollering and all that stuff. It was, it was an experience. <laughs> It was an experience. My yeah. poor, poor brother looking for church and ends up with fairy boobs. Well, I'll tell you one thing, because like one thing that that corresponds with the bad was that security was, you know, I guess they they, they did their best, but it was pretty lackluster. I mean, nothing was on time. But I always said during the con that uh, there's a reason why you hire security and not get volunteers for security. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> always. For this, uh, for this event, no, nah, I'm pretty sure they outsourced this. I think they hired security for this because, damn, <laughs> they made sure <laughs> that you know what stay, uh, what goes on in this room stays in this room. Oh, for the strip club, okay, yeah, yeah, they no, they they had to hire prop, proper security. Like if they want to keep a, a section adult. They have to yeah. have proper security. Like they can't just yeah. leave it open. So, oh god, as much as, much I, mean, as I want to keep hearing about I furry mean, boobs, and one guy, <laughs> I think, and one guy was just like security, just standing there, gawk guy at the whole thing. The poor bastard, man. Wouldn't you be like, if this was yeah. you, dude? Yeah, like, like, what? yeah, like, like mustard, like, like. Just imagine, hey, we're gonna pay you fifty dollars a night to stand in this room, make sure nobody records nothing, and the first thing you see when you walk in is a pink leopard, you know, fursuit person <laughs> with bra, panties, and 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 stockings. Like, what is your first reaction gonna be? Did I crack my back and cause an acid <laughs> episode or something? Like, did I fucking did I sit down wrong and cause myself to trip balls? Like. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> just walk back outside and just. Hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, realize. Okay, no, I'm, I'm good. Nothing's breathing, but like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Be like, reminded either of the fever dream I had when I was like extremely sick, or like I'd be reminded of like one of the times I took very hardcore hallucinogenics. <laughs> It's a telling you'd walk in, see all that, and just walk back out and just... Hmm. <laughs> I guess I'm steady here, brother. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. BrodyCon so, was good. BrodyCon also yeah. sucked. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, uh, but pretty much, like, overall, the overall experience, 
I liked it. I liked it a lot. And cool. and, and you're yeah, never gonna I do mean, it again. No, fuck that. Yeah, BronyCon, no, but actually I probably will. There's no more BronyCons. No, no, Bar- no, BronyCon, but there's others. And like I said, I love the atmosphere. I love the experience. So like I said, I might. I might go to another one. With a can with a fucking six-pack deodorant. <clears throat> Dude, we're, we're going to make bank. That's it. We're going to make this a VT Network thing. We're going to walk around. <laughs> we're going to walk around like cigarette girls from like the 20s. You know what I mean? Uh, with, yeah. the, with the trays yeah. hanging off of us with deodorant. Got your Hello. old spice here. <laughs> old spice. Anybody uh, you, you need know, some freshening up? Got your Listerine strips. Listerine strips. Your breath is worse than you think. Actually, that's not a half bad idea. I mean, there's a, there's a guy in the uh, at the event that's actually a legend. It's called He's called the Water Guy. He sells bottles of water for like $1, which makes sense because everything's like uh, one bottle of water is like $3 over there. Holy crap. Yeah, so we're going to make bank. Anyways, let's dead this and move on. We're not done with you yet, BronyCon, but we're done with you for today. Now, this is hilarious. I, I brought this up because I find this fucking hilarious. No Man's Sky, in case you're not a gamer, um, was pretty much one of the biggest disappointments in gaming history. These people got sued for... Not only uh, a bait and switch tactics, just outright lies. The game f- did not function. There was no the where's there was no multiplayer that they had promised from the get go. I'm out of breath, com- like listing all the complaints about it. And since then, they've continued to try to update it and update it and update it, and nothing fucking works. So, uh, mustard, why don't you go ahead and. Uh, Give this a read. One second, let me full screen this motherfucker. Okay, <clears throat> the biggest piece of No Man's Sky Summer 2019 update beyond is the Nexus. It's a social mission hub in the style of, oh my god, Destiny's Tower, <laughs> where, <laughs> where players can meet up and engage in various activities. Beyond goes live on August 14th for place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Transforming that was originally a single-player game into a world of multiplayer possibilities. Although No Man's Sky had, an, had a difficult launch back in 2016, if you could call it a launch, if you could call the it game has improved immeasurably, partly due to developer Hello Games hard work and partly as a result of player feedback. Yeah, dude, when you have a fucking class action lawsuit against your fucking game for false advertisement and, like, millions of people are getting paid out, you fucked up. You definitely fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and what's worse is that all of this was promised from the get-go. Yeah, it was. I, I remember. And we're getting it three years later. I'm surprised he was still around. Right? I'm surprised it's still, like, yeah, a game at all. It's like, I don't know. Alright, so, uh, I mean, like, this is just dumb. And I, and I, and I picked this because I'm like, I'm like, they're, they're trying so hard to stay relevant. And they're trying so hard to stay in any kind of spotlight. And it's just not working. No, the, the, I mean, like, yeah, I see some streams of it, and I, and I still see some YouTube people talk about it, but this game is essentially dead, and I think they should let it die. Yeah, it's a sinking ship. It literally is. You, you can't fix a sinking ship. <laughs> that won't stop it from trying, though. You're right. That You're right. <coughs> so, fuck you, No Man's Sky. Next time, come out actually doing what you want, what you said you were going to do. I just, I just think that it's a... Uh, dude, I have so much to say about No Man's Sky, but like I do, you know, I don't know. 
No, no, no. Yeah, like, spit it out. Like, like, come on. Like, this is that's what this podcast is for. It's have just, you ever played it? No, dude. I was smarter it, than that. It was. It's like <laughs> Minecraft in space, but like way fucking dumber. Like, how do you get more dumb than Minecraft? In my fucking honest opinion, no. Like they had, they had all these fucking outer worlds. They had all these planets and shit that you could go to. But literally, it was the same fucking thing on every planet. Like there was no differentiating factors on any of them. Like they all had the same materials. They all had the same goal. Same fucking creatures. Even like the game was honestly fucking trash, dude. This whole Destiny's Tower thing. Yeah, a lot of games are starting to do that. Like fucking Dauntless is starting to do that too. With the whole like you can just go with your friends and kind of hang around everybody you know and like that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to save the franchise because i mean what the fuck would save a franchise at this point right like right i don't know i just i can't i can't see it going anywhere this game needs to be taken off the shelves and just fucking burned in a fiery pit of failure all right i'm good well goddamn no man no man sky just yeah that's exactly (laughs) what it needs that was beautiful though i loved it so i i brought this up because of course i had to it's 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 polygon for some reason polygon has this love-hate relationship with call of duty this says call of duty rumor already has fans buzzing about the 2020 game black ops reboot said to be grittier than modern warfare oh god um i want to i want to go ahead and just speak on behalf of uh Every gamer in the year 2019, no, no, the fuck it isn't. There is no rumor already have that has us buzzing about the next game. We are all concentrated on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We're all concentrated on that. Everything else after that, we don't give a fuck about. Am I alone in this? Was it Call of Duty 4 called Modern Warfare? But it was Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. This is that that doesn't make any fucking that doesn't make it any better. Well, I mean it's it's like Rambo First Blood, Rambo Two First Blood again, Rambo Three the First is Blood, Rambo Four the Blood of the First is, and then just Rambo Five and then Rambo, Rambo Rambo. yeah, Rambo Five the Blood of the This is fucking dumb, dude. Son of Blood, yeah. Look, look, yeah, we are. We're not buzzing about anything in 2020 because, honestly, we have our hands full with the whole, like, what are we going to do without a season pass or battle pass shit going on in Modern Warfare? Like, we can yeah. give a fuck about Black Ops or even a reboot, dude. They should not do a fucking reboot on Black Ops, dude. Black Ops 1 was literally one of the worst fucking multiplayer games I've ever played in my entire life. The single player was amazing, but the multiplayer, fucking absolute trash. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm not buzzing about it. If anything, I I'm fucking I'm spraying some bug spray to get the fucking buzz away from me. If anything, <laughs> I don't know. I like the only that. thing I'm worried about is that why can't this call make Call of Duty Five already? Like holy crap! <coughs> what? Wait, what? Because yeah, we have Call of Duty Four. Yeah, COD Five. Like five. You know, simple five. You know, because then they'd be copying Battlefield. Four. Huh? Then they'd be copying Battlefield. <laughs> Right, because Battlefield was the first one who came up with with numbers. Well, I mean, everybody works didn't, by Street Fighter you rules. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <those> little, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah seriously, like, it's like Capcom's like, they're on to something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Capcom, Capcom and Street Fighter, just they they, they have this issue of trying to count past two. So, <laughs> you know, it's a, what is it? Street Fighter 
Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition, Street Fighter 2 Tournament Edition, Alpha, Super Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Alpha, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, gotta add the Turbo in there, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, yeah, Super Duper Street Fighter 2 Alpha Turbo, you're not, it probably exists, it probably exists, okay, Remix, The Reckoning. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It got that bad. I mean, uh, the reckoning. I, I just wanted to touch on that. And uh, honestly, Polygon and Kotaku can seriously go fuck themselves. Nobody's Dude. looking forward to next year's game. No, nobody's Not. doing it. No, no, fuck you. Fucking, you know what? You know what? You know what bothers me most about that. <laughs> Is that like, like we're starting to slip into the fucking realm of Fast and Furious mode here? You know what I mean? Oh like, God, faster the furiouser. The the more fast, the more furious. This time it's even more furiouser. <laughs> like that's kind of furious. Going. It is, but fast. Yeah, you it's know. kind of where we're going with the fucking games now, Call of Duty, and we have been going that way for a long time, actually. Yeah, if I'm being like honest, a... Black Ops Four is unnecessary. But yes. I, I'm surprised it took this them this long to make a spinoff with a Hobbs and Shaw movie. It honestly wasn't bad. Okay, you know? shut the fuck up. Shut your mouth. It wasn't bad. The That's... whole the whole franchise is cancer. <laughs> God what dang, are, what, are, what, are, what, are, what are the names of my horses in Red Dead Redemption? <laughs> <laughs> horse. horse. <laughs> and then son of horse. Son of horse, yeah. Horse two, the horsening. Horse three, uh, I was a teenage horse. The horse four, the passion of the horse. Oh, horse. Passion of the horse, man. <laughs> All right, moving up, moving up. All right, so Apex Legends gets a limited, a limited time solo mode, and I'm kind of curious oh, about this. Is it on now? Uh, let's see. DJ, why don't you go ahead and take this? Wait, how would I uh, know? I don't play the Apex Legend. No, Tuesday. But, but can you read? No, no. I can't. I'm sorry. I think you forget. I had furry stripper boobs for a good day or two. I'm still recovering. Why don't you read it, dead man? All right, fine. Since Apex Legends released earlier this year, fans have been clamoring for the chance to compete alone. So far, the game has only allowed squads of three, but that's about to change thanks to an upcoming Iron Crown Collection event announced via the Apex Legends Twitter account. And that is going to be the Iron Crown Collection event uh, featuring all new solos, limited time. And that is going to be from August 13th to August 27th. Uh, Oh, two weeks. Nice. uh, Features some of the most recognizable legends, like Bangarang and... uh, (laughs) Did I seriously just... (laughs) Yes, you yeah, you fucking did. <laughs> oh. go, go, ahead and do, go, go ahead and do it to yourself, bro. You deserve it. Uh, yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> Life loss, bro. Oh. <laughs> oh man! Uh, for context, we're not making fun of anybody's name. Um, we were we were playing Apex Legends, and uh, we were <laughs> it was it was uh, almost all of us, wasn't it? We're just trying to 
come up with the most bizarre way of saying Bangalore. Bangalore. <laughs> so yeah. We came up with Bangladesh, Bangarang. <laughs> Bangladesh, Bangarang, fucking Baba Ganoush. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Ganoush. Uh, <laughs> Alright, keep going. Alright, so uh, the trailer tells us only that one can reign supreme. There can be only one Highlander. Anyways, uh, the trailer also says that solo mode will only run for a little bit of time, probably just while the Iron Crown Collection event is happening. However, the mode proves popular. It's always possible that Respawn could bring it back permanently. We've already seen that happen once with Apex. Uh, the game's ranked mode, or version of it, was launched during Bloodhound's event, while the real ranked mode didn't debut until Season 2's launch. Neat. So, I'm excited. You boys I'm excited? Curious. I'm curious, yeah. Because, I mean, that's one thing in fucking Apex that always, you know, killed me was my team. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And it's funny because I, I literally only play the game with you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> so uh, I, I think uh, I think this is kind of funny though, like a squad-based battle royale going to going to solo mode now, and for some weird reason, this is against the grain. You know what I mean? I mean, every other battle royale has a solo. Yeah, mode. yeah. Every every other battle royale is a solo mode, one way or another. But this is this is like for some reason this is like against the grain, and it kind of like feels weird to me. Well, it's something that we've wanted for a while. I mean, it's something that I've wanted you for want a while, it, yeah. at least. Yeah. <laughs> well, gotta try new things. Gotta do some some way to stand out, right? Yeah. But All limited right. time, huh? Limited time. So, uh, let's go ahead and move on to this. Journey, a PS3 game that won every award ever known to man and space in the cosmos. God descended on down from heaven and graced this game with his dick. How did I know you were going to say that? Cause... It's dead, man. Yeah. How did I fucking know it? God's <laughs> going to do something with his dick. Uh, let's, well, you know, he formed the mountains and the valleys, man. You think he did that shit with his hands? Well, he was just walking and dragging it. Yeah, you know he, what I was, mean. he was just dragging it along, bro. Like, it was just... <laughs> <clears throat> It's like you ever seen a you ever, you ever seen like a wrecking ball get pulled into the into the shell or something? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So what is this game about? <laughs> I'm not even gonna touch it. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love how DJ's just like mm 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 mm. Yeah, we're both uh, kind of a lost for words here. Right? So we're yeah, moving on. All right. <laughs> Alright, so Journey gets a surprise iOS release. Journey joins Sky, Children of Light, released on an iOS by that game company in July. Uh, the serene multiplayer adventure, uh, first released in 2012 for the PlayStation 3, now available in iOS. The, mols the mobile version was announced on Twitter by that game company's Genova Chen. So, uh, this is uh, the award-winning... Third-person title was a standout of the previous console generation. Its unique blend of enigmatic art and traditional 3D platforming and puzzle-like mechanics helped it stand out. What made it unique, however, was the inclusion of a narrative mode, or a native online mode that allowed real people to meet randomly in the game world, unable to communicate directly. Players could only help each other, along with simple in-game emotes. So this, this, this really did actually 
blow the fuck up. Yeah, sounds like it. But how how cool is it that we can actually have a fucking PlayStation Three game on our phones now? Like, what a time to be alive! Like, I'm I'm not being sarcastic or funny at all. I'm literally saying that's dope. Well, I mean, we have it on uh, on iPhones. Yeah, there's two iPhone users in this call in this in this little uh, podcast. <clears throat> I'm not one of them. Okay, I get it. <laughs> DJ. Hey, that's gonna change. Soon. I'm actually thinking about getting an XR. I'm not getting. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. DJ, where do you where do you stand on all this? Because this was actually one you played and kind of ranted and raved about. Dang right. Honestly, a surprise, but not an unpleasant one. This is excellent because I have I think three copies of the game. Jesus and... Christ, man! Oh, yeah, yeah he did. A... Yeah, like it. it it's an balls awesome deep. Game. Damn right. Got it for digitally on the PS3, physical on the uh, PS3, and I think physical on the PS4. Cause I, yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's a, you know, this is like, this is beyond a game, dude. This is an experience. I mean, I always say, it's like, you know what? If you have an inkling to play this game, you should play it at least once. Hell, I bought the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Dude, it's a beautiful soundtrack, you know? Like, seriously, if nothing else, like, listen to the soundtrack. It's It's incredible. Honestly, it's, the game itself is visually stunning for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's so simple and it's so so good. So yes, that's yeah. amazing. Yes, it, that's it awesome. really is. And honestly, yeah, when this comes out, I will get it. And I will probably play the crap out of it. I, I think it's, it's available now. I think it's available oh, now for four ninety nine. Oh well, you should even better. DJ just throws his fucking wallet at his phone on the table. Give <laughs> 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 me. So, um, I believe that's all we got for video games. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yep, that is it. So let's go ahead and dead this and move on. So we've had uh, we've had a couple of trailers come out, uh, like scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, I did watch all of The Boys, an Amazon original, which I encouraged both of you guys to watch because it is absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, so let's take a look at the trailer for The Addams Family or Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Which one do you guys want to do first? Didn't we already do the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark one? Or No. Uh, no. Well, we probably watched, we probably each individually no, we did watched it, but we didn't actually see it as a group. Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised, though, that... Uh... Man, when did, when did the book come out in the eighties? Yeah, 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 like way back when. You know, kind of surprised they finally decided to make a movie out of it. Yeah, no shit, right? So let's take a look at this. Uh, stars uh, Zoe Margaret, Coletti, uh, Michael Garza, Gabriel Rush, and Dean Norris. None of those fucking people <laughs> I know who they are. So here yeah, we go. None of them ring a bell. Can you full screen it, please, sir? Yes, sir. I'm just gonna turn this down a little bit right now. One, not. Right now, right. Jesus. The following, whoa. My For brain years, is one retarded. People in this town told lies about me. They locked me away, called me a monster. Called her a neighbor. Pants me. The monster they all deserve. <laughs> Whoa, Sarah Bellows' book. When the stories write themselves and it all comes alive. Who came up with yep, all this? Yep, and that's where I get the hell out of town. 
Alright, now, now be honest. Who saw the brown uniform and kind of half expected fucking Rick to be in it? <laughs> Honestly, it's same. I, yeah. Yeah. It's uncanny how. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Go towards it. Man is coming. That's See ya. That's racist. Oh, well, that's Shit, not what you want. Woke something up. Definitely a long list of Sarah things Bellows that you want that's not on that list. Oh, fuck me. Guillermo de Toro's involved. Oh, this is gonna be fucking weird. You don't yeah. read the book. The book reads you. It was Russia? <laughs> In Russia? <laughs> Fuck! It's getting punched. <laughs> if I'm and gonna go think, out, this I'm gonna go out for... swinging. And I think <laughs> this book was made for children. Dude, uh, it, okay. it was made for it was made for teens. I'm, I mean, I'm fucking in. I'm in. Dead man, please yeah. explain to the audience my theory and uh, attitude towards most horror films nowadays. Uh, yeah. So we there's there's rules, right? There's rules to every <laughs> there's rules to every horror situation. You know what I mean? Uh, if yeah. it bleeds, we can kill it. Uh, so, so on and so on, right? You know what I mean? Like, uh, don't uh -huh. go, never, never, never go in the woods. Never yeah. go in the woods. Uh, and mustards, uh, line of reasoning upon everything is that if it can get punched, it will get punched. Yeah. <laughs> If you could touch me, I could touch you. Not even in a weird way. Like, just saying. You're going to make it weird later, but, you know, self-defense tactics. I might. <laughs> so this one is, uh, this one's starring Finn Wolfhard, Charlize Theron, Mikey Madsen, and Palm Klimt. Uh, this is The Addams Family, the 2019 trailer. I'm kind of curious about this, considering how big a fan I am of the original with Raul Julia. So let's try this. The trailer to the trailer. I hate that. <laughs> that was cute. That was kind of cute. What a lovely morning. Time to wake up. Yeah, there you go. Hello, world, is a song that we All right, I'm awake. <laughs> Darling, is that really as tight as you can make it? Hello. Wednesday. What do you have there? I'm not sure. There's usually a murderous clown attached to the other end of these. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was pretty funny. Lead the way. It's all so different. Pugsley, don't drink it all. This gentleman wants some too. What a nervous Okay, I like how Pugsley like brings it to him like, nope, oh, Welcome to the neighborhood. What an interesting home. Fire in the hole. <clears throat> you sunk my battleship. Yes. These people are monsters. They'll ruin the neighborhood. Hey, neighbor. What'd I do? Down, we're all the same. Let's show them what it means to be an Adams. This is gonna be lit. Oh, oh. 
They say that we need Choke on this! They say we got problems But we say it's cool I got the ending Oh, yes! Yuck. I've done this thousands of times. Oh, what happened? No. Did I lose internet? Oh, man. Just a moment, folks. Alright, folks. I love technical difficulties. So, we're in the middle of the Adams Family trailer. And, uh... Uh, I don't know. It, it looks cool as fuck. <laughs> like I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested in it. Could be, you know. I mean, like Dead Man. I'm a fan of the Raw Julia back in the early '90s version. That and Values, which I think is severely underrated. But rated. you know, but you know what? It's been long enough. You know, and I thought the Tim Curry one was uh, pretty decent. Uh... But, but... I'm a fan of Tim Curry, so I, guys, who, who, who doesn't love Tim Curry more than me? Like, like who loves Tim Curry more than me? Nobody does. But still, Tim Curry? No, no, <laughs> no. I love him. I love him more than he loves himself. Nobody loves Tim Curry as much as me. Okay? Shut up. Anyways, so let's go ahead. Oh and yeah, move. I forgot we're doing this. So. <laughs> so uh why don't why don't you tell everybody what you did there mustard right. so uh i took a sabbatical from any mental activity and i uh fucking watched all four destination films final destination films back to back and um i lost a few brain cells not gonna lie <laughs> but what i was t i was talking to my brother is like how how easy would it be to make these movies? I was really considering because because I, I I you know throughout the whole I don't know how long it is maybe eight hours, like I've watched so many things move on their own, it was starting to fucking freak me out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like say so many fucking objects acting on their own will freaks me out. So like how how hard is it, Dead Men, to make one of these movies? Uh, I mean, like from a writing perspective, not hard. Like, from a shooting perspective. Oh, like, from a shooting perspective, like uh, yeah, like, like effects, practicality, and all that. Yeah. I uh -huh. mean, well, the bigger the bigger you go with, like, okay, let's let's take the first movie, like, which is probably the easiest one to make, which was uh, yeah, the biggest effect you're gonna have is the plane exploding, the windows blowing out, but that's all green screen and a couple of practical effects. Uh, making the movie yeah. honestly is it's not it's not that difficult. I mean. Uh, from a writing perspective, death is this big oogie boogie mean thing. Uh, so you don't really have to put a lot of thought into that. You have to put a, you have, like the most thought you have to put into these movies is a Rube Goldberg type shit you're gonna have to do to kill these kids. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And okay, just uh, DJ, have you seen have you seen the movies? Uh, I saw the first one. He's seen them. Don't you you seen them? We watched no, no, we watched no, the third I, I, one together. Oh, man, I, I probably forgot it. The third one is the one with the roller coaster. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. And then the second one is the <laughs> one with the fucking traffic uh, highway pileup one. Yeah, you've seen the... that one too. Yeah, well, okay. The yeah, cop I, gets I, I a lot of space. Yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, the... so go ahead, DJ. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't remember the first one. And, yeah, I mean, truth be told, I didn't mind it. Mostly, you know, I, I actually kind of like the premise of uh, Final Destination. Is that, you know, you know, I mean, the audience know, like, you know, this is, you know, benevolent force or whatever you want to call it, uh, benevolent force, you know, trying to kill these kids. But I also like, you know, the concept that this could happen. Like, you know, through a series of weird, perhaps coincidental events, this is kind of believable. You know, it's not like some kind of huge supernatural creature or, you know, or you see like some kind of black fog just come around and you're dead. No, but like the, the, no, they it, do it, see the, like the weird fucking like paneling on the windows and it goes all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was a bit much but yeah well, yeah that was a bit much but like you'll say like my favorite parts like, I also like I said like all, all ones where it's like if this happened this could happen I like that yeah you the, know, the Rube Goldberg shit yeah yeah exactly like you know like when they were in the uh, like in the in the first movie like he, he was like in that little shack. And like you know, a death almost caught like all those uh, sharp objects in that closet there. And he's like, "Hmm, you know, y'all, I almost missed it. You almost got me." <laughs> um. Okay, now let me ask you this: What was do you like? If you remember, what was the stupid, like the one that's like, "Oh, come the fuck on." Well, he, he's trying to ask a stupid death. Your your internet, uh, oh, like had a flare uh, up. the stupidest one. Oh, golly, it, from what I remember off the top of my head was uh. I think uh, from the first one where that guy dies in the, in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that was just yep. like, yep, that, that's... yeah, I, that was just like, what the fuck? Okay, you know, I, I know you're trying to go for it, but you're kind of reaching this on, on this one here, you know? Yeah, that, that like, that's exactly what what me and mustard actually. Like, all three of us agree on this, mustard. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I, completely, I completely agree with you, dude. Like, that, is, that is the stupidest fucking one. Number one, because my fat ass, that thing would fucking break instantly, dude. Like, I would not be able to hang myself from it. Number two, yeah, the floor is slippery, but dude, just like fucking use your arms, bro. Use your fucking arms to support yourself and get up quickly. Don't, I mean, to get up like calmly. Don't fucking panic. Like, the main reason he fucking died. Was because he panicked, like right, right. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Like medically speaking, and here's actually like where me and Mustard kind of like started talking about this and started breaking it all down is because medically speaking, a lot of the way these people die shouldn't fucking kill you. It's a farce. Yeah, it's so stupid, man. Like, like the whole one of the racetrack, you know, where the guy gets his fucking the back of his neck impaled by the thing and it goes through his mouth. That would just hurt a lot. That, that would just <laughs> legit. That would just fucking hurt a lot. It wouldn't kill you. It, probably not. At least you probably you maybe might die yeah. from blood loss later on. Yeah. But like instantly, hell no, no. No, it's a, it's a, it's it's just a bad fucking. That's just a bad day. It's like what yeah. do, what do we what do we equate it to? Uh, hot fuzz. Like when he gets the, <laughs> when he gets the, the steeple yeah. like, stabbed through his through his through his fucking shin. Exactly. <laughs> This it's really hurts. <laughs> yeah, it's the same fucking yeah, thing. I mean, another example was a uh, Fight Club in the end, where the main character narrator shoots himself in the mouth. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, he, he live. He was like, you know, I'm not gonna be like speaking normal forever, but I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love okay. it. Get me some gauze. <laughs> All right, your favorite death. 
DJ? Like, you're absolutely one that was like, oh, shit! Like, which one was that one? Uh... Hmm. Hmm. My favorite death. <laughs> Honestly, uh, also from a, from, from a uh, comedy standpoint, the first one again at the end, where uh, it's like, yeah, uh, you know, like where the billboard hits him, just by about hits him. Oh, uh, and yeah, cuts, and it <laughs> that, cuts to the credits. Yeah, it, it just made me laugh. It is like it was like one of those. I told you were next. Well, let's get me. Who's next? I just kept thinking. That was my favorite death. It was like one of those. Who's next? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked there, there Billy. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, dude. You know, okay. I'm sorry, dude. That just made me laugh. I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a whack-a-mole, you know? <laughs> Honestly, bro, like, like half of these fucking people, but right before they die, are the most confident people in the fucking. I'm never gonna die. Fucking get some fucking wrecked by a roller coaster. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> like that guy in the. Okay, what about okay, Dead Man? What about you? What's your favorite death? Uh, honestly, uh, the engine. The engine. Uh, I think <laughs> it's two from, of them. Uh, There's two uh, of them. No, no, no. The, the NASCAR one. What is that? The second or third movie? That's the fourth movie. Actually. That's the fourth movie. Okay. So the, the scene is, right? They're in a NASCAR race, and uh, I went to go see this in 3D, and, you know, they're throwing shit at the camera the entire time to try to get you to ooga-booga you, and only one worked, and that was the screwdriver thing that happens, and it flies off, and it hits, it, it goes straight towards the camera, and for some reason, my brain disconnected, like, like it was like, yeah, I know the thing's gonna fly at me, but I'm still gonna react like a moron. And I, and I fucking did. Like, it just, it flew at the camera, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So I was, I, I, so I was, ang- I was a little bit angry, and to see the mom get trampled, and then uh, the, the engine from the car fly through the fence, and then just straight up fucking, like, just on her. I felt yeah. really good about that. Dude. <laughs> Um, that, like, that scene, I was actually a bit disappointed, I was like, <laughs> like, oh, come on, they're gonna fucking let her get trampled, that's so, la- oh, okay. Yeah, cause it like- comes so out of left field, it is, <laughs> it, is it is so, like, like, oh, I survived a trampling. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. My my favorite. Death well, you survived was... a trampling, but you better get running. You know, it's like come the fuck on, dude. <laughs> fucking shit, dude. Like she was already bleeding from her fucking mouth from the trampling. That's what pissed me off too. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, a, a note to any filmmakers out there: you don't bleed from your mouth unless you have blood in your GI tract, and that's actually really hard to do in a human being. Yep, you literally have to be crushed by something a lot. But like in uh, Starship Troopers, <laughs> she's dead, Carmen. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, I thought those were my dogs. I was like, how the fuck did they get in here? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 those are mine. I will return in a second. Oh, okay. Ah, God. So, <laughs> I mean, am I like? Like, DJ, am I, am I wrong for feeling like a little vindictive 
you know, and feeling good when that engine crushed the shit out that woman? No, no, not really. Because <laughs> the, the movie, like like I said, there was a disconnect okay, in my brain, okay. and, like, they got me, and I'm like, I saw this woman crushed, and I'm like, good. <laughs> I feel something. Fucking, no, dude, my favorite death was the one with the, with the, with the guy with the weights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was so dumb, bro. Like, they're in this gym, and it's a football team working out. And, like, there's just a bunch of screaming and a bunch of slamming and a bunch of weights going down and a bunch of noise. And this guy's, like, literally talking to him, like, bro, I think you're next. You're probably going to die. And then, like, he's just like, I'm never going to die. Fuck death. Fuck death. And then, like, fucking literally gets fucking crushed by these two weights just slamming him in the side of the face. Like, it's so horrible. But it's so sudden. And what makes it funny yeah, here you go. Yeah, yeah. All right, here <laughs> we go. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna play this real quick. Hold on. Yeah, we're gonna bring it up. Yep. Oh damn! Oh, look at that, Rube Goldberg, Rube Goldberg machine. You uh, wanna get out of there? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's like a. Oh, Oh, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know that's probably why Death didn't follow through because he knew this guy was an idiot. <laughs> oh man! I no. mean, it's like one of those. Oh boy, that's it. I don't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, Death is creeping through the window like. <laughs> oh no! I ain't gotta do shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, hear him outside the window with the, with the fucking. <laughs> hey, just here, like eating, like just eating popcorn. Y'all check this shit out. He just did my job for me. I, I'll tell you, dude. It's like, all right, time to kill this guy. Well, <laughs> death being all angry about it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, coming to get my event. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hey. Didn't even get my pants off. Oh. <laughs> oh god so yeah like like so like this of course brings up the idea there was a there was a i think i think it was juice in the morning uh who brought up the idea of what horror movie would you not survive or pos or yeah what horror movie would you not survive and i have yet to think of one I mean, so it's alien. And you know, and here's 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 a here's the reason I bring this up is because the premise to this, uh, uh, Mustard tried to like shut me down on this. She was like, "Well, you can't, uh, you you can't uh, survive it by not putting yourself in the situation." And now that we now that he's watched all the Final Destinations, he now understands that yeah, not putting yourself in a situation is a big part of surviving it. Like, do I ride the roller coaster? Hell no. Do, do I, I stick my hand in the fucking garbage disposal with a watch? Hell no. Do I get on the freeway when it's raining and it's the anniversary of a huge accident? That just might be my superstition, but hell no. So, 
Yeah. So I mean, like, I mean, I mean, so brains goes a long way, and not putting yourself in a situation honestly goes an even further way. Like, for instance, me and DJ kind of ran the scenario of Alien, the first one. Uh, you know, like what our jobs would be on the ship, and on I'd, I'd be the <coughs> science officer. I'd, I'd be I'd be Ripley, I'd be Ripley, or no, I'd be Ash, right, the robot. Uh, okay. and uh, you know, it's like open up, open up the door. I'm your captain. That's it. Shortest horror movie ever. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Shortest, shortest horror movie. The, the thing bursts out of his fucking chest. I jettison all three of them out. Hey, man. Better them than me. Uh, yeah. I just would say, like, but, but, but the creature. You need to go back to the corporation. They could bill me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, like, like, no, 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 like, okay, at, like, uh, no, was it, at Dallas can come in, that's the captain, and, uh, what's her name can come in, like, Kane, Kane's ass is staying in the fucking airlock, and then what happens, yeah, chest burster, no, fuck him, jettison, <laughs> bye, shortest horror movie ever. So, okay, I guess it kind of killed that. So, DJ, what horror movie do you know you wouldn't survive? Or have you yet to think of one? Mm. Or what's one, or, or like, yeah, like Mustard came up with this preface. What's one you're 50 50 on? Hmm. That's a good question. I know, right? I need time to think. What do you guys go first? Hmm. Well, anything that can anything that consists of a uh, long bouts of running, I'm gonna have a little bit of trouble. <laughs> That's why we have cars. I have horrible knees and I have asthma. Like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not built to run at this point in my life. <laughs> like some creature comes at you, raw. Just eat me, whatever. Yeah, dude. <laughs> It's like I either die from you or I die from fucking cardiac arrest. Uh, at least I'll give you nutrients. So I'm gonna say like 28 days later would be really tough for me. Like uh, like Dawn of the Dead might be a little weird. The reboot, yeah, with the the runners. Yeah, yeah. like uh, see 20, 28 days later. I'd say that's about it. Yeah, 28 days later they're just infected, so you can kill them like any other human being. Uh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead, the reboot. That's a bit more of an issue because they are zombies, so they have to be headshots. So, 28 days later, I think you could still survive with uh, being a little bit more clever than <coughs> the average person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like another one would probably be, uh, Zombieland, maybe? Um... That one's a hard one because they're both, you know, they're, they're runners and then they're not runners. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like an amalgamation. Yeah. Uh, the only one, the only one I'm fifty fifty on, like seriously fifty fifty on, is Aliens. Just because a Zeno gets you in that perfect moment. It's yeah, like... that that's that's the that's the only one I'm fifty fifty on. But at the same fucking time, you know what I mean? I'm like. When it comes to survival, 
when it comes to getting the fuck out, there's not much that's going to stop me. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like you know, you do, like not putting yourself in the situation is also a very big factor. Like, hey yeah. Sam, you want to take a fucking trip to the woods? No. <laughs> I have a cousin who has an abandoned house no. in the woods. <laughs> no. With a Ouija no. board. Fuck no. Have you guys heard of this haunted mansion that we're going to go spend and rent as an Airbnb? Or it's like. Hey guys, like, okay, imagine, okay, let's say you fucking, you fucking get me to the cabin with, like, free drugs or something, like, okay, <laughs> let's say you fucking manage to do that. Hey guys, I found this weird book in the bit. put it down. Put Just it put it down. The fuck Don't fucking read a page. Back. If you read a page, I'm literally leaving right now. <laughs> put it where you fucking I'm got saying, it. If that, book it alone. Not, if that book is not burning for the next five seconds, I'm out of here. Yeah, no, Oh, yeah, that's another thing, you know, like. Yeah, that that's hey, a, that's cool. a, um, what is it? Evil Dead, Evil Dead. That whole entire premise was because he played the tape. Uh, nobody read the nobody read the the book. Like, yeah, like I'm not gonna be in that situation. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Yeah, oh, much, I'm just right. gonna read from these passages from this book. You open that fucking book. I'm gonna find a way to fly back. You know, hey, check this out. We're gonna go. We're gonna spend the night in an abandoned mental insane asylum with an Ouija board I got from some kind of dark black market evil doer. Wanna come along? I, I'd rather slam my own balls in a car door repeatedly. I'd rather stick my dick in an anthill. That's a big <laughs> pass for me, Chief. Yeah, you you know what I mean. So like like a lot of these situations automatically fall off. You know what I mean. Yeah, right. it's true. I mean, anyone with common sense. I mean, like, like, like the ring. Hey, I I got this tape. If you play it, you'll you'll die in seven days. Well, I would, I would gonna... Hulk Hogan leg drop that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> then we're That's not gonna fucking, fucking play it. Comes into play. That's where my thing comes into play. Like, if this bitch can touch me, I'm going twelve rounds, bro. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like bad knees and all. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I'll take my fucking chances with a ghost. <laughs> All right, so so DJ, what what's uh, what's one you had absolutely die in or at least have a 50/50 in? Ah, oh, jeez. 50/50 probably mm, probably zombies, probably zombie movies, but they have to run. Yeah. So you yeah. you're kind of the same the and, uh, Dawn of the Dead reboot. Yeah, because like it's mostly like you know you have to make sure to avoid getting bit, but or make sure to you know none of their blood gets in their your damn system. Yeah, that's you know, twenty eight days later. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, it's just like shit like that, you know, because you have to, you know, because you have to make sure not only you kill these things, you have to make sure you yourself stay sanitary. Yeah, because bro I literally mean, gets infected from kicking the door. Like that's just you know, bad luck. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, it's like you know, that's why aliens are so tricky. I mean, hell, I mean, they're alone. Holy crap! You know, don't mess with them. But you know, but of course, they're acid for blood. It's like, god dang, really? Like really? Like you weren't OP enough? Yeah, no shit. Please, I mean, Earth. Like, yeah, like no, like like <laughs> the 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 whole thing about aliens, right? And here's where my fifty fifty comes in. Uh, once the initial search happens, when they get to LV426, right? Uh, you, you see all the cameras and everything else like that. Then Hudson goes, hey, if you like that, get a load of this. And he pans the camera over and there's just this gigantic hole 
of acid where the acid ate through the holes and then they go further into the science lab and they actually discover a specimen of the face huggers that's it i'm calling the mission i'm done we're all fucking done this is that's not right. this is not a one squad thing this is a single fucking squad on the Sulaco. we're not doing this we're, we're getting back to the fucking ship we're dusting off we're going to bring in an investigative team. We're going to involve the rest of the USMC. This is not going to go down with just my squad. So that's the 50-50 of it. The only way the, the other 50... Like, that's me surviving that bitch. Um, the other part is the idea of, you know, these motherfuckers would have to be active to get me in the first place. And if I don't go deep into the bowels and upset the nest, they're not going to be active. Yeah, pretty much. And that's one thing about aliens, though. It's like they, they kind of like mind their own business. It's like until hey, hey. we got something here. Hey, let's <laughs> fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, uh, everybody, please uh, chime in on Twitter. Uh, email us, find us on, on Facebook, let us know what your movie that you would absolutely die in, or at least have a 50-50 shot at. So let's go ahead and dead this and move on. <laughs> and now, go ahead and read that prompt, Buster, because I, I, I just want nope. you to hear it. I want to nope. hear it. Come on. Nope. Come I'm on. not doing it. Dude. Do nope. it. Do it. Hey, hey, we're the Beatles. People say we beetle around but we're too busy singing to bring anybody down. <laughs> All right. Uh, how, how bad did that hurt? Uh, very. For those, for those of you who aren't old enough, that's actually the monkeys. But anyways, yes. so, <laughs> uh, mustard has, uh, for, for for a couple of days there, kind of uh, delved back deep inside himself and then uh, did some self-discovery and listened to the Beatles and rediscovered just how good one of their first albums is. And I, I kind of wanted to talk about their contributions to modern music. So, uh, Mustard, go ahead and uh, lead the way and I'll, and I'll bring up a song. <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, oh, shit. Do, um... I guess do uh, post Mr. Postman, dude. And yeah, like, well, what I fucking noticed is that they made this album when they were like eight, like maybe nineteen. And back in the sixties, you didn't have autotune, you didn't have, uh, you didn't have pitch correction, you didn't have uh, stabilizers, you didn't have any of the fancy technology that we have in studios today that makes music sound the way it does. You didn't have any of that shit. This is literally just four dudes playing four instruments in a fucking room together. And it still sounds amazing, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's a testament to uh, music back then as compared to now. I mean, back then, nah. You want a shot? You better have some real talent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not not something to offer, not not like a marketing plan or a scheme or anything like not like, oh, we can fix that in editing bullshit, you know? Yeah, but what I what I found funny is we were discussing the idea of singing uh uh yeah. said songs and uh I kinda discovered the trick that they used by accident because I was listening to it on headphones. Double so, track. 
yeah, let's go ahead and uh, let's let's play a little bit of this song, and you can explain afterwards what double tracking is. I love how Paul and Jordan have the girl voice. I love how nobody knows which camera's active. <laughs> George. George. Over here. George. Hey. George. Hey. <laughs> no, yeah, so just just for the audience, though, like, um, I was okay. listening to this album, and I was telling my brother, like, dude, imagine, imagine having to record this fucking album in one go. Like the amount of singing you do, the amount of strain on your voice, it puts like it's ridiculous. Like I tried doing it in the car. Uh, by the end of it, I was coughing my fucking balls off because like my my throat was so agitated. <laughs> like like <laughs> it really takes a toll on your voice, dude. And like it, it's it amazes me how how like how raw it how raw it is. You know, like it's just literally just raw fucking talent. And um, my brother kind of made me feel better with the whole. Uh, Double tracking. See, oh, yeah, when you double track, let's go into what? that. Yeah, yeah. When you double track a voice, it makes it seem uh, louder. First of all, it makes it have more presence, and sometimes it can alter the pitch, making it seem higher than it actually is. And uh, what? No, yeah. Like what? The biggest, the biggest thing that the the Beatles sound is at this point in time, especially this early in their careers, was that they double tracked the vocals and did not use stereophonic. Uh, technology or stereo technology to actually yeah. publish it. What they did was they recorded the vocals uh, on uh, on, a, on a stereophonic track, which means that you have two tones uh, singing the same note. So they they recorded two different tones singing the same note several times, and then to to keep the recording simple, or I don't know if it was just the limitations at the time. What they did was they took that stereophonic sound and compressed it into a channel then took the channel and put it on its own track and then did yeah. the instruments. So <clears throat> and what that does is like it just makes the voice seem a little bit has a little more presence. Um it kind of sounds a little bit like yeah, like I said it makes the pitch higher than it actually is. Yeah. And it also makes it extraordinarily complex to sing because you can't find a lead. You you can't find the steady note because there's so many notes going on at the same time. So your ears and your 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 voice is trying to auto is trying to get to a pitch to match with them, and you just fucking can't because there's five voices or four voices, uh, all, all singing the same tone or or, or singing yeah. the same note in different tones. Yeah, and uh, the Beatles did this a lot. It actually works with the harmonizing, and it makes them sound like angels. And uh, I hate them, and I love them. <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay, then. So, Deej, I mean, like, like uh, we, I know we're getting a little technical here, but you do know some technicalities about this kind of stuff. I mean, where, where, where do you, uh, what do you think? Was this, was this talent, or was this just uh, a, a, a kind of a genius entraption of the time and the limitations? Uh, both, really. Why I mean, not both? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I know, right day. I mean, no, I mean, and actually a testament to how people can improvise and what you have to do back then. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, look at uh, Chuck Berry and how he finally made the pretty much the, the proto sound for uh, the rock guitar. Like, what do you use? Like aluminum foil and uh, yeah, stuff pieces of paper. It was a yeah, broken amplifier. Yeah, yeah, broken amplifier. And, and, like, and the big bada boom. You know, you got a whole new sound that defines a whole genre of music. Yep. And and doing something like this, I mean, it just proves that you know, you know, not just talent, but you know, be, you have to be creative, you have to be innovative. Yeah. And doing what they did with the double tracking, like you know, have to, even though it's, you know, you do what you have to do, and it's just that, you know, you can look back on bands like this. I mean, even if you don't like them, you can appreciate the work that they put into it and the creativity they did for their. You know, for their projects and stuff, because they literally have to come up with a lot of this stuff themselves. No, absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and look at something that's a little bit less complicated, uh, but honest, uh, less complicated recording wise, but on on the technical level, on like on a technical technical level, this is one of their most uh, insane songs, and I think Mustard can agree. And he's like, he's the Beatles historian, so. What do you th- what do you think? Yeah, you're on this. Um, it being on the most complex recorded song. Well, one of their more complex songs uh, with technicalities of the guitar, the drums, and everything else, the vocals. Uh, not necessarily because uh, okay, well, just for the folks at home, we are looking at Helter Skelter here off their well, wide yeah. album released in 1968. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, we <laughs> it's not a very uh complex song to record because. It's just a lot of noise, a lot of feedback, a lot of distortion, a lot of uh, just a lot of ambient noises. But yeah, we can play it. Fuck it, go ahead. Like for me, this is uh, this is one of the like more yeah. And Paul wrote this song about a roller coaster. <laughs> And see, this is kind of where this is finally they track the vocals on different tracks. Yeah. So we have that center vocal, and then we have the the harmonies in the back, and then we have the the instruments channel. Alright, um, let's see, put on, uh, put on Strawberry Fields. Oh, wow. Are we are we too so, are we too sober uh, for that? Um, no. All right, no, no. So. This song, this song is going to be your complex one because it has different tones, it has different backgrounds, it has a lot of different tracking channels because of all the instruments they fucking use in the song. And okay. they use two different drums. They use like four different guitar tracks. They use fucking uh, pianos. They use oscillators. Everything in the song. Oh well, that's that's that overcomplicating a sound, kind of like Corn did. I don't, I don't believe it is. Ooh, but my guy, if it's executed right, like this one is, it comes out beautiful. I mean, well, no doubt. I mean, but you know, uh, the idea, the idea of Helter Skelter being so complicated, uh, uh, or or uh, complicated on a technical level, is uh, how how spacious the drums are. As compared to the beat and the time being kept by the guitars and the bass and the vocals. So you have a lot of layers of 
of downbeats, and almost none of them are on the drums except for the 4 and 8. Alright. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you understand what I do? You understand what I mean, or I mean, I mean, I disagree. You disagree? Why do you disagree? Well, well DJ, what do you what do you think? What do you, they agree or disagree with me? I kind of see both sides. See, in my opinion, like uh, Helter Skelter has very very simplistic. Um. And it is kind of the backbeat of the whole thing, and it is kind of like the, uh, it carries the rhythm. And I feel like the guitars are a lot of background noise in that song. There's a lot of fucking noise, dude. It's literally you're holding an E chord and strumming it as hard as you fucking can with your gain on your amplifier all the way up. Like, I don't know, I feel like the drums do a lot more than that. And there's a lot of fills. There's a lot of uh, off-time fills. There's a lot yeah. of... Uh, complex fills going on in that in that song too so i don't know i, I don't know mm, true well i mean like you're you're also kind of proving my point that it is actually a technically complex song uh okay <laughs> all right so yeah, let's play this, play, this, yeah. play this fucking song man all right let's play a little yeah. bit of strawberry Case fields and we're gonna no. get out of here so hold on a sec here let's do yeah come do on as much, as much as do the music video here. Alright, doing the music video. I think we're too sober for this. Sober or high? Yes. Nobody's high here. Do you hear all the different layers of instruments that they have? Yeah, no, I, I know the song. You, you yeah, this is a drunk song. This is a get high song. You shut your fucking whore mouth, okay? <laughs> this is a beautiful song. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, man, but... But, like, what I like about it is that John's, John's voice is completely uh, isolated from everything else. Like, it, it really doesn't blend in with much, you know? Yeah, I know. It's, it's, dead, it's dead center. Yeah. That's what I really like about that song. But you have this orchestrated amount of music going on behind it. That's like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, no. So, uh, Beatles. Uh, while I'm not their biggest fan, I do, I do absolutely recognize the wonderful contributions they've made to uh, modern music and modern music making technologies. Believe it or not, for those of you who don't know, but that's another episode. So let's go yeah, ahead. I'm not the biggest Beatles fan either. It's not like I have a tattoo of them or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I do. It's just a joke. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't name your, you didn't name your son, uh, uh, John Bottle, Rango George. Oh God, dude. That's yeah. That's, you're right. Uh, so anyways, let's go ahead and get out of here. Mustard. Tell them where to find us. You can find us on Twitter. Um, at uh, VT Network number two, and you can have you can hit us up on our email for anything uh, you like. Maybe we said something that pissed you off and you want to yell at us. More than more than happy to welcome that. Um, email is VT Network eighty four at gmail dot com, and the Facebook you can find us. Just search VT Network and we'll be right there. Be the first ones pulled up. So, give us your suggestions. Kind of tell us what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Whatever, whatever you want, man. Maybe you just need somebody to fucking talk to. And I'll send you some memes. You know, we're, we're all good. Right, <laughs> and don't forget, uh, we do have 
merch. Got that merch. And that's at teespring.com forward slash shop forward slash VT network. Uh, Mustard has ordered the yoga pants and we're just waiting for them to come in. Yeah, the Chinese kids are making them as we speak. Hell yeah. I'm telling you, man. Seriously, people, people. We need more <laughs> nutrients, you know. Like, you, know, I want to upgrade from dry to wet dog food. At the very least, we need to get we need to get uh, poor poor DJ here fed. We need to get him over the con and fairy boobs. Yeah, because you know what, me and me and me and dead men go go hunting out in the wilderness for our food, so we're good. But DJ, DJ needs a little extra help. What's well, because DJ's black? He doesn't go into the woods. He doesn't go in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Love you, brother. Oh, yeah. Eat a dick. <laughs> so, uh, I just want to say thank you to the Magic Squirrel Network. Uh, thank you to Pointless Discussions, who apparently I'm going to be uh, on their show probably maybe soon uh no like maybe like if you haven't listened to the show it's actually kind of like a a dungeons and dragons type thing and it is fucking hilarious how crazy like they get uh on, on one of their last episodes i was listening to uh you had they had to think the words butt plug to accomplish something but I was I was listening to this and I was playing along with them, and uh, like they said, okay, think butt plug, and I went and I, like instantly I was like, hey, welcome to Jack's Butt Emporium. We got all the butts you need right off I sixty nine exit twenty two. <laughs> oh, I fucked it. I, don't know, I was thinking of a butt plug, you know, like a radio commercial. Fuck, I fucked it. So I was like, okay, yeah, no, I got to get on the show and just derail their entire thing. With love, of course. Oh, yeah, with love. Of course. But anyways, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, please buy the merch. Please subscribe, download, tell everybody you know about VT Network. Uh, Billy the Fridge gave us a shout out last night on his live stream. So thank you, Billy. Um, I think that's it. Say goodnight, DJ. Good night, DJ. Wow, that was a great podcast that you just listened to, wasn't it, Mark? It certainly was. But if you want to listen to another great podcast, you should check out Pointless Discussions. Hi, I'm Paul Schroyer. And I'm Mark Reynolds. We're the hosts of the comedy improvised podcast, Pointless Discussions, which comes out every Tuesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like comedy or improv, then we're the podcast for you. Join us every week as we go on an adventure that we don't even know is happening until it happens. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or at www.magicsquirrelnetwork.com.